Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spades, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You want to hear the truth? Can, 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 you, can, you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? Welcome to an all-new episode of Relations. My name is Kayna Lassiter. Say it with me now. Alpha male, G-O-D, 51, spade, A-K-A, and then you love to hate. Hate. <laughs> I'm in the building. You know how we do it. Two topics in one hour. The first topic is how important is foreplay? And the second topic tonight is the difference between physical cheating and mental cheating. Let's jump right in. Let's talk about how important foreplay is to any sexual relationship, whether it's the relationship with your boyfriend or just your fuck buddy. How important is foreplay? For me, I'm going to start this conversation out because I have gone through several changes from adolescence to college to adulthood to womanhood. Because adulthood and womanhood, y'all know those are two different things, right? But, um, like, my whole period is kind of like the adolescence headed into the college. That's where your whole period lives. Okay. That's not the topic. But there used to be a time where foreplay was where it lived at. Like, give me the foreplay and then we'll rest, we'll worry about the rest later. Usually the rest involved the man. 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 at the most, done. But I was already straight because I got straight inside of the foreplay. Then when I got out of the adolescent, out of the college years, into adulthood, into womanhood, that's when it began to really transition to where the foreplay wasn't doing anything for me and I needed the action. I needed the work put behind it. I needed the physical sex, not the foreplay. And now... Fast forward to me being in my prime, I feel like I need it all. I definitely need the foreplay. I think that if you get stuck in your way, for me, I'm in a relationship. So for me, I've been having sex with the same person for seven years. So we kind of know what to do. And so that's a good and a bad thing because when you know what to do, you just go to that. And then before you know it, sex is over and you're waiting for next Tuesday. So it's like, you know, what can we do in my mind to prolong the sex? What can we do to make it more exciting? And all of that lives in the foreplay. So I'm going to vote for foreplay being very, very important in your sexual relationship. I mean, I think we both feel the same way. I mean, foreplay is one of those things that, I mean, typically it goes on in sex. But... I guess, like, the main thing is uh, I've seen a lot of, like, comments, and I've actually got emailed a couple of times where people been in relationships and then the relationship goes stale or people get complacent. And a lot of, for me, a lot of times it's, like, guys that that's probably in your scenario where they've been with the person for, like, long periods of, of times. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> they'll be like, you know, they get um, head on Christmas. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, for special occasions and shit like that. And I ain't shit like I, I know anything about, but I noticed that it's like married men that have been married. So then, so 
the foreplay or some of that kind of action um, loses its its force um, behind it. Like, and and I get it sometimes. Like, and I would just tell the fellas like sometimes you just gotta tell you know your your woman like what you need. Like I had to remind my woman like I haven't had you know what I'm saying I ain't had no morning head. I get head. You haven't woke me up with no morning head in a long time, so I need some morning wood sucking. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times women, even even though they don't think about it, women foreplay a lot of times can also be uh, getting dressed up for their man. And I, when I mean um, getting dressed up, I don't mean like the lingerie type of shit, but take them bonnets off, like... Stop getting in bed with bonnets on. You know what I'm saying? Like, we already done proposed and got you and shit like that. But don't make us suffer. You know what I'm saying? Getting in the bed with beat up or the your drawers you had that your mama bought you. Like, you ain't even got no new drawers. You know what I'm saying? These holy shirts and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And then expect us to be like, you Turned know. On. Yeah, and, and be saying shit like, come fuck me now. Like, who the fuck want to do that? Like, that's not... We don't find that attractive. So foreplay goes uh, not—it goes in a two-way street, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I feel like women also, even though they say, like, they need foreplay a lot of times, like, they also don't look look at the reciprocation that it can be for the man. Like, I was out uh, not too long ago looking at, um, I think it was called the rose for my lady. And even though she has a vibrator— you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 one of one of her friends was like, "You need to get that rose." So I think I'm, I'm gonna get a rose and, and and try using some toys in the room. You never know. I think it's a good idea. I really do. I, bet I you do. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, though. I think everybody can have this conversation and agree that foreplay is important. It's actually remembering to do it, because I can say foreplay is important, and my spouse can say foreplay is important, but. I think if we were in the same room together, we might have difficulty figuring out when is the last time we actually did it. For me and my relationship, we like to have a lot of morning sex. Well, in the morning, everybody breath stank. One of us got to get up out of the bed and go to work. So it's roll over and go for what you know. It's not, you know. And for me also, I think I have a complaint. You know, I think for me... Most of the foreplay for me has come in the moment of excitement. So let's say me and my guy are going to have a threesome. Well, there's music on. There's candles lit. You know, the whole scene is set because we're entering into something exciting to both of us. But if it's just him and I, there's no music there's probably not a candle you know so i think that and that goes to speak with foreplay too when you're in an exciting situation you want it to last long so you're doing this and she's doing that and you're entangling and you're having a good time before the climax because once the climax once you're you start having sex it's only so long before it's all over so i seem to cherish those moments and also Think about those moments when it's just him and I, because it's just different. It's just like night and day, you know, rolling over and having sex with somebody that you've been in a relationship with a long time could be just like getting up out of the bed and going and getting the bottle of water out of the refrigerator. And that is going to turn into a problem. 
You know, if you're not lighting the candles and you're not playing the music and you're not doing some of the same things that you're doing when the level of excitement is there, then of course your relationship is going to be evidently stale. And what I mean by evidently stale is that you can see it. You can look at it and say, well, one day when we had sex and we had a third person here, this whole thing was different. The house looked different. It smelled different. The energy was different. And then you with your spouse by yourself and it's 730 in the morning and you roll over and it's done and it's over and you go about your day. And that's counted as one of the days that you had sex that week, but you could clearly look at the two days in the week and say that they were like night and day, and that could be an issue. I mean, it could be an issue, but like I said, that that's comes from relationship, and relationships go like that. Like, even in scenarios like that, what you're talking about, I've even had homeboys that talk about that, and it's like it's not the same because, like, the same thing that you're talking about, my homeboys has been like, you know what I'm saying, hey, we have a, another person come over, and the woman is doing extra shit that she normally don't do, and I just think that comes with part of being in a relationship. Like, I'm going to get the holy drawers. I'm going to get the beat-up-ass shirt. I'm going to get, like, the shit that the other person ain't going to get. That person going to get spiffed up, sprayed, oiled, down, this and that, a third person coming. It's the same shit, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to get crust on the lips, bad breath, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> all that shit. I'm not going to get the same, you know, spontaneous type shit just because a third person is there. Mm -hmm. And and not one time to be like, hey, you know, you think I need to get some new drawers? You've been needing some new drawers, you know what I'm saying? Like, why I got to fucking tell you this type of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you're not going to, you're going to try to put your best foot forward if someone else is there. So right. you have to also keep in mind. But at the end of the day, I think like in different people's sex drives is at, at different places at different times, depending on like what is actually going on. Right. Um, a lot of times um, I'm not really like a morning um, sex type of person, but my lady might want to do it and I'll just do it. But I'm not really, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to get into like no, no fight over no silly shit because you ever seen a, a bitch upset that she ain't getting no dick? Absolutely. Like I've it, been it, there. they become like a she wolf <laughs> or something like that. So you have to keep those things in mind. So it's like, you rather do that, which is probably the boring sex versus no sex. You know what I'm saying? And and, and sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it's just, sometimes it's a trade-off, and you just have to remember that it's going to be a trade-off. But as far as foreplay, like I said, it go both ways. I feel like a lot of times if, if your man is not doing some of the things that you want them to do, sometimes you do have to look at yourself too because it, it might be those small little things where he's not looking at you with the sexual desire that he used to. Like, mm -hmm. I often tell, um, especially couples, sometimes when couples, like, they move in together, there's things that you didn't know, but you find out once you move in, and then y'all get a little too comfortable. Like, I'm a big advocate of women not farting in front of men. But once you move in with someone, you know what I'm saying, they kind of be like, well, so what? You know what I'm saying? It's a fart. And they'll, yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. But but you want to fart, and, and you you want to fart, and at the same time ask me to fuck you. Like I don't find that attractive. And 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 and, and, and I, it's the same. Like it's keep some mystery to yourself. Like right. there's a whole side of the house that you can go fart on. There's a whole bathroom that you can go do that to. Like you don't have to be next to me. And let one rip. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and, if, and even if it was the case, make me believe it's the dog. 
Don't let me believe I, it's you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Blame like, it on something else. Yeah, this, this. I think I like that you are including hygiene and Why the way not? you come to bed <laughs> as a part of foreplay. No, I'm, I'm serious. I, and I like I like it. I, and you saying why not? But there's a whole population of people out there that aren't considering that my bonnet and my holy t-shirt and my bloomers are an issue for my guy. Now, it should be common sense. It should be because bonnets aren't well, cute. But holy draws aren't but cute. But this is the question. This is the question, though. When you first met me, you default tooth and nails not for me to see you in them, in, in them underwear. That is true. You know what I'm saying? That is true. Like, I've seen women a lot of times go on a date, and to prevent themselves from having sex, they'll put on unattractive underwear because you know that. Cause, yeah, so you know you're not going to do that. Right. So if you would do that in that moment, why get with me and all of a sudden like and, that, and that's comfortability, <laughs> which is a whole nother show. That's just being comfortable with your person. That's saying that's having a bad day, that's getting sick. Let's say you're dating the first six months, everything's perfect. You haven't farted, you haven't vomited, you haven't worn a bonnet. And then, boom, you get sick. He sees you at your absolute worst. Bonnet, throw up, uh, not shaved, whatever. Gotcha. Now he's seeing you there. Things shift. Mm -hmm. Things are like, God, baby. And, and I know everybody has heard the line. You have really seen me at my worst. I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. Like, you took care of me. Thank Believe. you so much. I know I looked bad. I know I smelled bad. That is a pivotal moment in a relationship. Is. That is when the woman does feel comfort. Now, I'm saying, is it right to carry on the bonnet and carry on the farting and the vomiting and all that? But like, y'all just good? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you've reached a level of comfort, and that's why she's doing what she's doing. Trust me. I don't want that comfort. I understand that. I understand that because, you know, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. Even though it's not a conversation I can even hear yet, men saying, but... Even hearing it here now, a man saying, we don't want that. We don't like well, bonnets. We don't want you to fart. No, 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 no. I don't, it's not that. A man saying I'm, that I'm, is good because but, we don't think about those gotcha. things. But what I'm saying is mood setting. Mood setting goes into foreplay. So what I'm saying is like, I get that you're going to wear a bonnet. I get that I'm going to see you at, uh, uh, at your worst or whatever. I'm going to see you in your natural state. But what I'm saying is with men, this shit all mental. For us, you know what I'm saying? This shit is like mental for us. Like, and we are seen creatures. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when I see my lady and then she trying to get a groove on, you see what I'm saying? Like, I also want to see sex appeal out mm -hmm. of you. I also want to see you in that notion where, like, when we go out and then you get all dressed up and then you see your man looking at you like, damn, baby, seen you like this in a long time you see what i'm saying well it got to be the same way when we about to get into a, a a sexual act that you like damn i want this i want that excitement that 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 we used to have or this and that but a lot of that comes into play when you're not doing those things like i feel like a lot of times women do like men once they in a relationship they just show up you know what i'm saying i'm here you know what i'm saying and that's why the man is looking like Fuck this mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. men, a lot of times, whether you believe it or not, we need those hints. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You, we need to come in out the bathroom, the silk, like your nipples on perk. You know what I'm saying? Perk. Uh, yeah. I don't <laughs> perk. Yeah, we need those nipples on perk. The <laughs> silk lingerie or something we never seen before. Like, like you just go out, just, like, your man could just be watching the game and then you know you pop up from around the corner and then you got don't do that you, shit you, that you, shit don't work that shit gonna piss you off i done done that shit a thousand times i ain't got not one 
You one can, look, you, you one uh, the question clear is, your throat. The question nothing. is, the question walk is, walk by two times, like goddamn, you ain't gonna even say nothing. I gotta hold my ass out. That's not true. Did yeah, you bro. did you do something he never saw before? You missed the key word, and that's the problem with women. They don't listen. I just said do something he's never seen you in before. Not some shit he's seen you in a thousand times. Have you put on some shit that he has never, ever, 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 ever seen before? And I bet you you get a different response thousand times but that but just hearing you say that lets me know that you 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 know and a lot of women they don't be on their game see a lot of women put on a lot of things that they think you know like y'all have a, a, a tendency to think for the man like well this should be enough so this and that like that's what i'm saying like have you ever came around around the corner in some chaps like if my woman walked across walked across my tv screen in some chaps Yeehaw, buddy. It's about to go fucking down. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I know you don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because the look on your face right there, saw how it changed? Yeah, because I was thinking it, about chaps. It, like, chaps? It, really? Exactly. Exactly. And that's, and but that's what I'm talking about. That would be something that your man never saw before. You get what I'm saying? You and know what? But what do, what what can a man do? Stand on top of the dresser, butt ass naked, and jump off? I mean, we have, I have. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and 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 it also depends on the. It also depends on the in the individuals. Like with my lady, a lot of times, like me and my lady, be, uh, we've been watching. We, we could be watching a movie or some shit like that. But when it comes to movies where it's like uh, male, where that has, has like male strippers and shit like that. My lady often be like, what does this dude have on a sock? Like, I'm not sure if this looks masculine, <laughs> like, sexy. with his ass out and shit like that. So, your man has to also know that. Like, you want your man to come out in a sock when you don't find, like, that shit attractive? So, it depends on what the what your... What you'd like to see your man in. You see what I'm That's saying? True. So a lot of times... He I could, never wear no sock on Like, <laughs> I could come out the shower just oiled up and just have a towel on. And my lady like, I think I'm about to fuck you. You know what I'm saying? It could. It's just different things. But for men, a lot of times, it's, the, it's that stimulation, like our fantasy. Uh, a lot of men like role-playing and shit like that. Like, hop your ass in a Supergirl outfit or, you know what I'm saying, a Spider-Woman thing. Like, you, Supergirl? It, it, like, you, I'm just... Spider-Woman? See, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, women don't be up... What the fuck is happening here? Women don't be on game because, like, there's a lot of dudes that's in the anime... They, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of dudes that's into a lot of shit. And women don't... Like, y'all investigate some shit about, like, cheating and shit like that. But some of the fantasy shit that men really want... Women don't investigate in that shit. Like, we'll go somewhere and you be like, you like that shit? Yes. You know what I'm saying? They be like clueless and shit. You know the motherfucker for five, six years. And you don't even know that I like a, a woman dressed up like Spider-Woman. Like, and could be right there the whole time. But it's because the woman don't find out... Or a lot of times, um, when men be scrolling on um, like social media and shit like that, every man has women on there. Look at some of the women that they look that they looking at, and see what they have on. See what your man is actually looking at. Get that that shit that that woman is wearing. He's not just looking at that shit because he like to read. <laughs> like goddamn. I, I, and I'm like, you know what? And I was really worried. That the foreplay conversation would be limited to, oh, no. you know, 
what to do right before sex. But foreplay is starts early. It starts at you know at dinner time when you're at the stove making the dinner right. or you're getting dressed to go out to dinner. Yep. You know your evening starts early. You know turning on your partner can start early in the day before you even get to the sex. And before you know it, it's midnight. But y'all been flirting since six p.m. Right. So you know. And then he ready. It's on. She's ready too. She's ready know. too. You know I. For me, as a woman, I feel like when you are aging and things are changing in your body, I think you always feel like you have the question of, could it be better? Could the sex be better? Or is my guy still satisfied? You think men and all like that? that? Of course. Mm-hmm. I never said that they didn't. I'm just not a man, so I don't know. But men say this often. Could it but, be better? But women's, <laughs> but women's, can it be better? I think. Is predicated on how wet the coochie gets. You know why y'all think that? Though? How how can I finish? You can. <laughs> I think we've had the show before. What constitutes bad dick, and what constitutes bad coochie? And I think one of the things on the top of the list was if the coochie was dry, if it stank, it wasn't wet, whatever. So I'm taking the it wasn't wet, it was dry scenario and applying it to the importance of foreplay. For me, as a woman, that her body's going through changes, you always wonder, can it be wetter than it's getting? Can it be more enjoyable? And if the answer is yes, if I can go elsewhere, if I can really, really go there and really take myself somewhere else, it, I feel like, is going to take that all-day buildup. It's going to take the music. It's going to take the candles. It's going to take the kisses on the neck, the touches to the small of the back all day for me to really reach like i said once i got into womanhood fuck adulthood once i got into womanhood i felt i feel like it takes a combination of everything it takes a combination of feeling confident it takes the combination of feeling sexy it takes the combination of a gentle touch and a gentle kiss and it kind of takes all even the rough part even the grabbing by the neck or I, I want you now and ripping off your uh taking off your clothes all that all those things matter to take me right now in my womanhood to maximum capacity to being turned on 360 degrees can i be turned on at 180 absolutely can i get off at 180 yes is it memorable at 180? Uh, I'd rather have 360 degrees of pleasure. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to go out on limb and say, yeah, I would vote for 360 degrees of pleasure every time. Is that realistic? No, because there's no way you can wake up at 630 and got to be to work at 7 and do 360 degrees of pleasure. You're going to be at 180. And those times are okay. But I think the times in which time is allotted... That you should put your full foot forward. You should turn on the music. You should light a candle. You should say, you know what? Let's not fuck in the house. I'm going to take you across the street to that park over there. It's dark as fuck. Ain't no lights. You're going to bend over in front of that tree and I'm going to get that pussy. Those kind of things are important to a relationship. Switch it the fuck up. You got to switch it up. Whatever you got to do to make it feel as special as the first time. To make it feel as special as it is when there's someone else there. It has to feel as special. I I think that as long as the motivation is trying, does it have to feel like that? Like I said, 360 degrees, seven days a week? No. But if you're having sex five days out of the week, at least three of them need to be at 360. 
I was just thinking while you were saying that, I was like, sometimes it sounds like you're making a point. And then all of a sudden, I think you go a little too far with it. But I, I respect it, though, and I actually like it. But as you were sitting there with talking and shit, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? <clears throat> I like your points and shit that you made. But I was trying to think of how you arrived to that point. Mm -hmm. And I was just saying to myself, you know what it is? I got it. It's when I heard you say that word, you arrived to your, what'd you say, womanhood? When I arrived at womanhood, yes. Gotcha. And I just realized to myself, I was like, it was a statistic that I read like a long time ago. And I think it's pretty much true for most women that 75% of women don't know how to come. Don't know how to make themselves orgasmic and that. And you spend all of them fucking years, like when y'all like a uh, whole period and shit like that, where y'all just fuck without receipts. So it's like once you get with a man, then it's like you put all that pressure on that man, like that one man. Like all of a sudden it's like, you know, I want you to take me outside and play Tarzan and swing from the tree. You know what I'm saying? Act like you Hercules and beat on your balls and shit like that. And let me do all this type of shit. And it's like, because you fuck so long without receipts that that type of sex for you, you didn't realize that it was meaningless. And now you're in a relationship now where you're trying to play catch up for all the nuts that you didn't get. Like you, you go in, you you go into a situation where now you want to try different things and do different. Things. I'm not, and I'm not even saying anything wrong with that. It's just like if I, as I was hearing you speak about it, I was saying to myself like, damn. But how many motherfuckers you fucked that you just was like, I didn't come, I didn't do anything, I just did it for him. I would just, you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't even know what a nut was. You know what I'm saying? And like that's some, true. Like, like some, I know. Not, I, let me not, finish. Let me let me. Let me finish. Now, I'm bringing this home. <laughs> you know what I'm you didn't know. You didn't even. You, you didn't even know what that was. You know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? You found yourself hooked like crack. You know what I'm saying? You like what? What is this? An orgasm? And now every day when I wake up, I wake up to the sound of a vibrator. Every morning, two, three times maybe, four, five, six. Orgasm after orgasm. Ain't no nothing about this shit. You know what I'm saying? But all of us all of a sudden it's going down. You know what I'm saying? But I like it though, because it makes my job a lot less. You know what I'm saying? It makes it a lot simpler. You know what I'm saying? I gotta do no foreplay, anything like that, everything ready and you know what I'm saying, good to go. So I like how you arrived. But I think that you guys are really replacing that with the foreplay. Like a lot of times when oh, I am you masturbating guys in the morning, I feel like I feel like after masturbation, that's when my guy wakes up and wants to give me some damn dick. Do you do you I mean, should he not? I mean he certainly should. Well, you can't have both ways. You but, know what I'm saying? Like if I miss the rest of the party that you started, I'm just saying that I don't need to repeat steps. You know what I'm saying? Like we got shit to do. I got to work. I got to keep moving shit moving. So since you already revved up the engine and the pie is hot, you know what I'm saying? You go ahead, go in for the apple slice, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, get your cookies and cream off. And then you good to go. And then it's peace. And to, off to the races. And then we can talk about it throughout the day. And then maybe later on, <laughs> it's a full course meal. That's all I'm saying. 
Dun, 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 dun. It's time for the second topic. <laughs> so, I mean, we're on a timer here. <laughs> so the next topic is <laughs> physical cheating versus mental cheating. This is one of those ones that... Uh, it's one of those things for me. I'm on a platform... <clears throat> And I do these podcasts and I talk about myself a whole lot. So I have to be prepared for the backlash, which, by the way, doesn't bother me. So y'all go ahead. I like it. Don't read the comments either, by the way. But I read them. he reads them. I don't. So you can keep bringing it on. Don't care. So, you know, I use a lot of my like personal stories and cheating altogether really burns my biscuits like big time. <laughs> it really does. And I'm just thinking about the physical act. Mentally cheating is on a whole nother level. However, I thought it was interesting on my way here today. I was thinking about mental cheating versus physical cheating. And I took it from my perspective. Mental cheating. I'll paint a scenario. I meet a guy at work. The guy is the bee's knees. Smells good. Looks good. Talented. Got his shit together. Good credit. Bank account, the whole nine. Likes me. Shows interest in me. Conversation is on point every single day. And then I realize that I might be having a mental relationship, because I have not crossed the line. I may be having a mental relationship with someone else. So the question was, for myself, if I was in that situation and I went to my spouse and said, hey, I, this guy at work really has my attention. I have not crossed the line, but he has my interests. He makes me feel good about myself, especially when you and I are off. And this is a real conversation that I had with my guy. I said, if I told you that I was having this mental entanglement, and it was only mental, yeah. only mental, and that I needed my spouse's help with this, we're doing bad. When I go to work, it's all good. I know that I'm doing something wrong mentally. I haven't crossed the line physically. Can we work on this? The answer my guy gave me really, it, it took me aback. He said that he would probably still leave the relationship because to him, the mental cheating was a lot worse than the phys then it not being physical. He actually said, I would rather you have fucked the motherfucker and got it over with than building some type of mental affair with this person. And I was kind of lost for words. Now, it wasn't my real situation. I was just trying to bring this topic full, you know, full-fledged, get some advice before coming and speaking to you guys. And it really threw me off that he said... That he would have a big issue with it, a big enough issue to cut the relationship off. I looked at the mental part as this, the beginning. It's, yeah, it's, it's the, the fish on the hook. But you still got to reel the fish in. Now, if the fish is on the hook, which is the mental part, but they're still trying to get off the hook. Them trying to get off the hook is them coming to their spouse saying, look, I'm having this mental entanglement with this person at work. And I know it's wrong. Can we work on it? That's trying to get off the hook. That's not trying to get reeled in. So I was confused as to why my spouse had that reaction to it. Keep in mind, if I'm thinking personally and I'm on a hook and I'm trying to get off the hook, I'm only trying to get off the hook 
for a couple of reasons. One, okay, I have another person, so I know this is not right. But two, one of my biggest fears in real life today sitting in this chair is I cheat on my person, the person who has asked me to spend the rest of my life with him, who has proven to be a good guy. I cheat on him. That means I got reeled in. My biggest fear is that person taking the fish off the hook and throwing it back in. Oh, wow. That is my biggest fear. <clears throat> so therefore, me coming to my spouse saying, help, I don't want to be on the hook. But the conversation is good and we're in a bad place. Help, can we fix this? I feel like my spouse should not cut the string. Gotcha. There was this episode of the Cosby's one time when I watched Cliff walk upstairs and Theo said some shit about like the reason why he made these. And I'm going to repeat the same thing that he said to him. Kana, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, the, Did the, he the, just the, do all that to do that? The, 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 the thing with that I hate when I hear women say, like, I need help with not learning how not to talk to another individual that you're not supposed to be talking to. They understand that. When it comes to a man, you know what I'm saying? You ever seen a man and he have like a secretary? All red flags all up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's always like, I don't know, why you ain't tell me your secretary looked like this? Yeah. <laughs> your secretary look a little close to you. What the hell do you and your secretary be talking to? Why is she always calling you? Why are you? And they call that shit like they work wife. And, and, and the flip side of that, there's also a thing called a work husband. All this shit that y'all are bonding over, that you ain't supposed to be bonding over, calling, texting. This is a lot of shit that women even do on social media. That's why I say often, like, women who are, like, married shouldn't have, like, social media and shit like that. It's because you have options that cloud y'all judgment on smart decisions. That you supposed to be doing. And another thing. When you was telling this big farce. That you were saying like. Yeah, that farce. like farce. Yeah. Like you would go to your man. And tell him help. I need help. Not uh, literally uh, 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 say help. No. I need help with. Trying to figure out like. How am I not supposed to be talking to this guy. That I'm not supposed to be talking to. But I want to tell you baby. <laughs> That nothing has happened yet. <laughs> so now you see why I made that big long statement in the beginning when I was like, this is the dumbest shit that I've ever heard. Now, one cheating isn't better than the other. I think it can damage male or female, you know, the, the exact same way. But I can tell you from a male standpoint that most men, and I'm talking about men that are experienced with women, know that once you take a mind, once you take a woman's mind, not true. Her fucking body will follow. I'm yes, proof. it will. A proof that it's not true. You're not proof. Because it's not you're true. Not, you're not I've proof. I've had mental. You're not proof. It, it, you're not. Proof. I've been there. I've, no, I've never cro- and I haven't crossed the line. No, you haven't. You have not been there. Trust me, you haven't been there. And you know how I know that is because if you have not met your ideal person, okay. the one person that could that make you change once, your mind. Once you walk into that room, he knows. How to attack. You look at him and you are on shiver me timbers. Like you about to almost throw your relationship away. You ain't met that dude. 
You met the dude that ain't had no shot. But I, but no, you, no, <laughs> even if I met that dude, I just told everybody here that even if I met that guy, I am still have a real fear of him reeling me in and then throwing me back. Gotcha. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that's a fear, and and especially gotcha. when you are in. In a relationship where somebody has said, you are that person. I am committed to you. Women at my age are looking for commitment. Got so you. him being cool and smelling good and being able to talk to me is Bro. not going to make me cross a line that bring me to the point of no return. And to me, sex is the point of no return. Gotcha. And see, this is the other thing that when women do a lot of bullshit behind the type of shit, and I hated to do this, but you be setting, your, you, you be, you be setting yourself up for this type of shit all the time. You're talking about someone that's in a danger zone. See, when most women start speaking like you, they don't got no other ways out. Their option is already fucking there. Like, there ain't no beyond. Like, that's why guys don't think like that. Women think like that. See, once women get up in age, they like, well, where else can the fuck I go? If he don't want me, who the fuck gonna want me? Men don't fucking think like that. That's the problem in the hole in your theory that you're talking about. Ask a younger woman about that shit because they don't move like that. And I'm quite sure you didn't move like that at 20 or 30 something no, years old either. I didn't. No, things were different. No shit. Because you did. And, and also, options. When, that's right. So when you have options, and especially when you're running into the person that can make you almost throw your relationship away, most women do. And how does it start? It starts mentally. It will always start mentally. Women are not men. Men, men at the end of the day, we're physical. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, a woman can walk up to us and be like, you want to fuck? You have different types of men because you're going to have some you're going to have some beta males on here. It's like, hey, that shit wouldn't happen to me. You're beta. If you even making that statement, you're beta at the I'm talking about real dicksmen. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers that's really into women that know women. If a woman was to walk up to me, <laughs> if a woman is to walk up to me and I'm not saying that it happens often because most women ain't, are, are not like that, but. A woman can get sex at any point in time they want. You can just walk out the motherfucking door and be like, who wants to fuck today? You know what I'm saying? Now, try that as a man. You might be dry about weeks now. You know what I'm saying? Or even the case may be. You ever notice that men know what I'm talking about when I say this? You could be single as fuck. Single as hell. Trying to get pussy, going out, clubbing, the whole nine, hollering at girls in the gas station. Pussy, nowhere to be found. You hop your motherfucking ass in a relationship, pussy come falling out the sky. You know, <laughs> you know I never told you how cute I thought you was, how attractive you seem in the day. You smell real good today. That's that you commitment start, smell. You start, you, you start saying. That's you, what that is. You, <laughs> that's, that's that commitment smell. That's that nigga that he like having a girlfriend. That's that nigga that's going to marry you. That's what that smell is. Well, regardless of whatever the smell is, that smell often comes about once you in a relationship. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And as far as like just the cheating aspect, every man knows this. Like when a woman at the end of the day starts getting real then mentally. But wouldn't you, you answer me this. I want to know right from you. Do you believe the point of no return for a woman is here or the vagina? Because for me personally, if I lay down and let you smash, that's it. I mean, for, I'm in. I am in. Gotcha. Um, for me, both of those are points of no return. Um, once, once someone actually mentally gets you, I'm just going to say this. I think what you're forgetting about, because you're talking about two different things. So, so we're going to go into the real, the real depth of mental cheating. Mental cheating is this. 
Once someone is mentally cheating, they are also complaining about their spouse. This is mental cheating. I'm not talking about these head games like you go into the office and so, hey, how you doing? Oh, damn, he got me some coffee, some shit like that. That, you know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not talking about that little lightweight shit. I'm talking about this, the mental cheating that when you are full-fledged talking about your relationship, you're full-fledged talking about unhappy you are to your relationship, you will not be able to go to your guy and say, and say to him, like, hey, I've been talking to um, Tyrone for about six months. I haven't fucked him yet, but he do know some shit about us that if he if you was to cross-examine him, and I don't mean really cross-examine, but I'm just saying, if y'all was to have a conversation, he might bring up some shit to you that you ain't supposed to be talking to about to him. And that is mentally cheating. So if I'm sitting in a room with another guy and he's telling me some shit that he is not supposed to know about me and your relationship, you might as well have just fucked him. Because at the end of the fucking day, you have betrayed me. You've backstabbed me. You understand what I'm saying? And if we had that type of bond, you should have never been talking to somebody else to begin with. So that is a no point of return to me. Can it be worked on? Yes, it can be worked on. It also depends on the individual that you with. Some people take physical cheating is a, a, a way detrimental things. There are certain men that can't take physical cheating. You know what I'm saying? There are some men that feel like, hey, if you get a pussy away, but that's not all men though. I've, I've definitely met men who I'm one of those men that my woman had cheated on me and I took her back, but I'm not saying that's for every man, but I don't represent every man. There's certain men that once they lady fuck someone, it's dead. It's, it's dead in the it's water. Done. Yeah. I feel like for me, it's dead in the water though. That's why I keep saying for women, you know, once they cross a certain line, that relationship in the past, that's over with. If it's over, it, I'm telling you right now, if someone gets me to the point <clears throat> where I'm actually having physical sex with them, my relationship at home is no longer. If I'm only having a conversation, my relationship to me is nowhere near over because I still have my boundaries and my wall up. And bigger than my boundaries and my wall is my fear. And my fear says, this motherfucker hasn't shown and proved that he can love you out loud. He's only shown and proved that he can love you and keep you interested behind these doors. Well, I'm not trading in somebody who loves me out loud for somebody who needs to keep me behind four walls. That just doesn't make any sense. And I know that's a whole nother topic, yeah, but that's, that's what kept me in check as far as the difference between mental and physical cheating. If you ask me if I've ever mentally cheated, the answer is capital Y-E-S. I have certainly had inappropriate conversations with men. But that's not cheating. Um, it, but, but it's mentally cheating if no, you have an no. inappropriate conversation with have, a person, isn't it? No. Have, well, it depends on what you mean by inappropriate. So it, you explain your inappropriate, and I'll tell you. Okay, so inappropriate would mean, let's say I'm engaging in a conversation about me and my guy having threesomes. Let's say I'm in a room full of guys mm -hmm. and I'm trying to be one of the guys. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dog, y'all, y'all doing it wrong. Me and my me and my um, baby, we bag bitches together. Mm -hmm. That to me, in that situation, threw me into a whole nother realm. Because now when I walked into a room, it wasn't watch what you say. Mm -hmm. There's a lady present. Mm -hmm. Once I gave myself up to that conversation, mm -hmm. a lady being present wasn't even an issue. I could walk into Whatever at this point. And once I crossed over into that realm, different things now are being said. 
different things are noticed. People change. Their behaviors changed. Mm -hmm. But that did not make me physically want to cross a line. Mm -hmm. but that's I not, didn't also didn't go home and be like, babe, I got to tell you something. Yeah, but that's I had mental. a conversation with the boys about a threesome today. I didn't go home and say that. There was no need to. Gotcha. But that's not mental. That's not mentally cheating. Okay. Not, not, not even close. Okay. So I'm going to give you an example of, of, of mentally cheating that typically happens. So that's just an inappropriate conversation. That's an inappropriate, not that's an inappropriate conversation, but that's not mentally cheating. You know what most women often cry about? A lot of times, especially when they catch their guy doing some shit, is when they roll through their fucking phone, email, DMs, and shit like that. Now, I ain't talking about, like, I'm not talking about the obvious shit that make motherfuckers mad. I think, like, not too long ago, uh, uh, one of them them uh, actors, uh, Jason, the one that played uh, on Straight Outta Compton, his 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 lady blasted, like, his, 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 his DM or, or text message between him and the lady he was fucking. Not that obvious shit, like, hey, when I touch down, I'm going to fuck you and shit like that. You know the shit that fucking really gets women out of their motherfucking you talking uh, about uh, out of their pocket is when they watch you have a full-fledged conversation, not about fucking and no shit like that. It's just the camaraderie that you're, that you're going back and else. forth with a woman. Like, they feel like, God damn, you're having a full-fledged conversation with another woman. That's not me. Some of them conversations sometimes could be like, yeah, my lady just don't really understand me. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I like I appreciate you being here for me, this and that. That's mentally cheating. Mentally cheating is that type of shit. And when you holding conversations like that is a woman, that is mentally cheating. You're having a conversation with a guy that you have no business having a conversation with. And if your man opened up your damn phone, email, DM, or some shit like that, and y'all holding those type of conversation, you are mentally cheating. And even the guy that you're mentally cheating with knows it. Because is a guy that's been in these situations. You know how many women have told me, I can't fuck you, Spade. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You know I got a man. And you know how many times they done ended up on their back? I'm probably batting a goddamn thousand. Because you know why? Because at your most vulnerable state, when you are in a you in a relationship and it's fucked up between you and your man, this is the perfect time for a man to attack. And most men all know this type of shit. And while you sitting there crying about this dude that we give no fucks about and don't care and don't really care, because the only thing that we care about is like, I just have to say something not stupid. Make it seem like I care. Just make it seem like I care. And women tend to fall for this shit day in and day out and then wonder, well, how the hell they get dumped? How the hell did this happen? I really didn't do anything. It's a bunch of bullshit. Mm -hmm. you, holding, uh, you holding an inappropriate conversation with someone, texting, you know what I'm saying, social media, y'all going back and forth. And you know fucking damn well that you would not show this shit to your man. You would not show this shit to your woman. That conversation. Not you coming home talking about, hey, today I had a conversation about having a threesome. You had an inappropriate conversation. And the only reason... But doesn't the inappropriate <clears throat> conversation lead to other things if you allow it? I don't want to give you it, way you to... You answered your question. Inappropriateness you <laughs> when, when it clearly for me gotcha. was something that I had to say, okay, because I am a... How do you say it? I am a man's woman. I am a, a guy's girl. I'm a guy's girl, meaning that I can, yeah, I can watch, play pool, mm -hmm. watch you. the football game, watch the basketball game, things mm -hmm. like that. It began to be clear to me that men see past all that, and they still see a titties. 
and they still will say things to you to rope you in, to get you to participate mm. in the inappropriateness. And that does lead to the the conversations I mean, that you should not be having. I mean, else. really, at the end of the day, like, I'm going to show you something about your inappropriate conversation. Your inappropriate conversation is as simple as this. You walk into the room, most men will look at you and be like, this is a woman at some point in time. And we rate women at different points in time. And you hear men do this shit all the time. Hey, that's a woman, that's a lady, that's a bitch, that's a hoe, you know, that's a slut, whatever the case may be. And somewhere in that line of conversation, you became a woman that was like, huh, mm-hmm. she's a little slutty. I didn't know that. She's a freak. She's a little bit nasty. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And this is where your inappropriate conversation will get you because you're talking about shit that instead of talking business, trying to be one of the trying to be one of the guys, you have no business doing that. Mm-hmm. Last I checked, you can never be one of the guys. No, re- no, the reason why for the reason you just said. You got titties. You got a <laughs> vagina. You can never be one of the guys. And I get tired of women saying this type of bullshit. Like, you know, me and my friends are platonic. Ask one of your friends, and I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the heavyweight lovers in the house. Because I often hear a lot of that shit where women will be like heavy set and shit like that and be like, I got plenty of friends, this and that. Ask some of these attractive women how many men they had to cut off because them motherfuckers trying to fuck them. Day in and day out. Like, those are the women that can give you accurate accounts of why this shit happens, why they can't be friends with men. Because the man, and I've said this time and time again, Men will wait to the end of time to tap that ass. And I will. I'll wait through the first relationship, the second relationship. You know, sometimes I'll be like, damn, I've been waiting to fuck you for five years and it is here. It is here. And women be looking like puzzled or some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, you waited that long? Hey, I mean, our stars just didn't align at that point in time. Our love language just didn't go into play or whatever this and that. Like, (laughs) women act like they don't understand this shit. If you're an attractive woman, just an attractive woman, I'm not saying you can't have a male friend. I'm not saying that. But I will tell you this. If you have a boyfriend, a man, a husband, an engagement or some shit, it is best that you get rid of all your male friends. And we'll have to save that topic for a different episode of Relations because this is the top of the hour. We're done. Find me on IG, Twitter, and on, yeah, just IG and Twitter. I can't relax her. <laughs> Not on Facebook. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for joining in on Podbean and TikTok and Live. I want to thank everybody for helping build the show. We see all the support and want to thank everybody on YouTube for subscribing to the channels. Always stay tuned. We're going to have pretty soon live for y'all to come in we answer those q a questions and stuff like that you can reach your boy on both platforms that's twitter and ig you're looking for the shirts it's alphamalegodcreations.com or on ig at alphamalegodcreations and before he says his outro his like last thing you guys make sure you do tap in that's what i should have done is just explain what tap in is it's basically just the last portion of the show where we actually read one of your relationship issues and we give you our advice or your friend's relationship issues, a sexual issue, anything. Just write in at kana.lassiter, K-A-Y-N-A-H dot Lassiter, L-A-S-S-I-T-E-R at gmail.com or spade, S-P-A-D-E dot Perry, P-E-R-R-Y at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.
bouncing ball or some shit? <laughs> I don't think they retarded, but we understand. <laughs> but we already know what it is. Hey, man, I'm going to go ahead and sign us out. You always know what I say. You're always about that time. Peace.